Welcome to RCS. This is Dan. Oh, I didn't know we were starting. Yeah. Oh, it's Nick. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm not used to that, I answered, like, that, a phone call, that order. Yeah. <laughs> Go for Papa Palpatine. <laughs> yeah. How are you? That is an old reference. Uh, uh-huh. I'm good. You're good? Yeah. I've made it through Snowpocalypse with no problems. All two days of it. <sighs> good Lord. That I was just... I got stuck on I-90 for an hour and a half. When? Uh, I went up on... Was it yesterday? I didn't even keep the days straight anymore. I think it was yesterday. I went up, okay. <laughs> whenever there was that giant 15 car pileup, I was one exit past that at 38. I went okay. up, played in the snow, may have allegedly done a few donuts and uh, used the Raptor a little bit. And okay. then getting back on the highway, it was just stopped. Luckily, I was right behind it, not farther up because it was an hour and a half just sitting there. Yeah, I mean, they didn't do a real good job of plowing I-90. When I got on it Saturday morning early, like, it was, there there, there hadn't been a plow. Like, and people were driving, there was no lanes, and it was were way weaving back. I mean, no, no, this is when, like, Saturday morning, like, early, early, like, it was thick snow, and people were still, yeah. like, I made fresh tracks on I-90, which was weird. That's kind of cool. Yeah, and then, yeah, so it's, uh, it's, people need to learn how to drive in this crap okay it was fun heavy snow though like we i got out took the the rafter does great in the snow it's yeah. like it's so fun because Imagine you don't really that. worry about it yeah. you're just kind of it's got that all-wheel drive mode versus four-wheel drive sure. you just go yeah and it just kind of figures it out it's uh, i'm not that good of a driver so well, I'm like, we figured it for that we figured it out when we drove it almost to the top of the ski hill that day and we were just <sighs> i still really wish we'd done that i really wanted ski we patrol still to tell can. Me to, i just really wanted <laughs> ski patrol to tell me to go home yeah exactly <laughs> how did you get up here chairlift yeah <laughs> Put the, put the truck on a chair. We, we built it up here. Yep. It's easier that way. Yeah. Yeah. So that's about it. It's just been crazy work. And I'm looking forward to the next Dirtfish uh, slash Avance event coming up on the 20th. Hopefully we'll be in the snow still. That'll make it kind of cool. That's like a day after this comes out. Yeah. Yeah. That's next weekend. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know. You've been a, you've been a little distracted lately. I forgot to eat till like two today. So. Uh-huh. I've, I've, as, as your friend for being so long, I've, many times I've called you and I was like, do you know what day it is? Do you know where you are? Have you eaten? Like, you know. No, mom. <laughs> then I'm like, turn around and tell Shauna to eat too. Okay. <laughs> Both of you. Nice. Yeah. So uh, our Carter Subaru tip of the week this week is about Alcantara. So people say suede all the time. Mm-hmm. Almost no car on the market uses suede. Period. Like upper end Bentleys, McLarens, Lamborghinis, and almost nobody uses suede. And there's a good reason for it. It's a pain in the butt to clean, and it doesn't last very long. It looks really cool, and but... how do you even spell it? Is it S-U? Is it S-E? I mean, nobody knows. <laughs> That's the sure. problem. <laughs> but anyway, Alcantara is synthetic suede, and it's used almost interchangeably. But the question is, is how do you clean it? Just throw it away. Yeah, totally. Start over. Just start a new car. That's mm-hmm. why you lease them. Anyway, yep. if you're not doing that, or you pick up like a used GT3 RS, for example, you'll find that steering wheels, shifters are often in Alcantara. And to clean them... Uh, it's actually a lot easier than you think. It's really robust. It doesn't stain like suede, thank God. And uh, you basically use any interior cleaner that's safe for leather. So most generic interior cleaners will work. We recommend Griot's, of course. <laughs> and you take a brush, a boar's hair brush, a long one, and you just kind of swirl it on there a little bit, not heavy pressure, and you just wipe it down with a microfiber cloth. Do they have specialized brushes for it or just a long boar's hair? They do, okay. except you don't need them. Oh, fair enough. So you basically, the, a longer, light boar's hair brush. That stuff actually cleans up really easy. And I actually recommend getting a white microfiber towel, not a, one of the other ones, because it can actually kind of stain in reverse. It's very porous. Okay. And so you don't want to use anything heavy. You don't want to use anything with an oil. And then you just wipe it off. You just uh, spray it down really lightly. You don't want to soak it. You don't want to get it really, like, saturated with uh, cleaner. You just stir that up a little bit with a really light touch and then just wipe it off. 
We should look into that sometime for another Carter Super Tip. Is what, exactly what is Alcantara? Like, how is it made? Things like that. Because, I mean, it's it's one of those things that is in the car world, and we've just sort of accepted it. Like, that's Alcantara. O- okay. <laughs> that's leather. Okay. I would love to have, um, you know, Northwest Crafted is an Avance partner. Okay. And we should have them on the show. I've talked about it. I've talked to them at many events, and they would be an interesting guest because I'm sure they can go through all that with us. Yeah. So, so we'll just write that down, and we'll question, get them on the show. Question of the day, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Come in and tell us about interiors. Nice. Did you see McLaren's bringing out another car this week? Is it a rebranded something with a McLaren? I, th- name? I think so. It's yeah. Arturo, Arturo. It comes. It actually. So we're recording this on Monday. It comes out on Tuesday, um, and from the silhouette, it looks. It, I, I, it's got to be a performance version of the McLaren GT. Is all I can think because, I'm, which if you don't know McLaren GT, it's basically you know. A stretched 570 with golf club holding. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that you can take your wife's Louis Vuitton luggage with you while you're. You know, sprinter, Maybe yours. sprinter van behind it <laughs> carries all your important stuff. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I just, it's, McLaren has gone from, we made one car once to, how many can we bring out this week? Yeah, how many model changes can we have in a year? So, it's, they make great cars. I'm sure it'll be cool. I mean, there's there's a guy that down in Florida that's drag time, I think, is he's he's got a new 675 LT and there's 765, the new one. 765. Yeah, I get them backwards too. Doing the quarter in like sevens. What? Yeah. How is that even possible? Well, it's tuned, too, but it's like... Yeah, that's like turbos and nitrous? Yeah, I don't know what's... But I think it's it's eights or sevens. Like, it's, you know... And I know that's a big jump, but it's... Yeah. That's going to be... Which is fine if you're pointing it in a straight direction, so... I mean, the GTRs were doing sevens with a bunch of tunes and work, but, I mean, that's all-wheel drive. To get that done, those numbers down with rear-wheel drives uh, and not eat the wall is impressive. But you can take a GTR and put a few... Fifty thousand dollars into it and make it faster than a Bugatti. So that's true. <laughs> Which I'd rather do, truthfully. Yeah. Mostly because I don't have the money for either one, but you know, I, <laughs> I have a better chance of doing the GTR. So unless the steering wheel rattles, rattles that's a problem. There's just yeah. If you hear the clock spring rattle, there's an old story there. You Nick. don't hear it until somebody tells you about it. <laughs> My so. 13 GTR had a really really minor rattle that. Until I pointed it out, didn't drive Nick insane. No, it, yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's all I hear. So yeah, they didn't yeah. fix under warranty, but that's actually a great bargain car. So anyway, yeah, different topic for a different. You can time. find it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Our guest this week, uh, there are some big changes. Our sponsor and our favorite place to record a podcast, this Drivers Club, has a new general manager, and we've met David several times over the past, and he is now, through a strange twist of events, become the GM of Drivers Club. So David Plotz, welcome to the show. And welcome to Drivers Club. As you're very new to the, to the, not to cars, you're definitely an enthusiast. So how did you end up here? Well, hey guys, it's good to be here. I appreciate it. Pleasure to and, have you. Uh, I never thought I'd be uh, sitting in this chair, but here I am. I don't know and, why uh, everybody thinks this, this is a blessing. It's like, <laughs> sure, come on, sit down. Right? You mean like, welcome to the show? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. Maybe you do. <laughs> So Drivers Club is a is a place that I'll probably wear out the word surreal, you know, as we were talking earlier. But uh, yeah, out of nowhere, Doug Perry hit me up and and said, "Dave, are you interested in coming on board and managing this place?" So thought about it, and uh, you know, it, it was unexpected, so I had to put some good thought into it. But really, it wasn't that hard of a decision. Um, it's an awesome place and awesome people. And I'm just thrilled to be here. I was going to say, there's not a lot of arm twisting when it says come to Drivers Club. Not a lot of people are like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let alone yeah. to be working here. Yeah. Yeah. To, to work in a place that just aligns so well with your passion and you're truly excited to get up and come in here every day. Yeah. 
Let's talk more about that passion because right now you're running one of my favorite cars out there right now, especially Bang for the Buck. Just an all-around amazing car to drive. You're running a GT350. That's right. I have a, a 17, uh, 2017 GT350 Lightning Blue and a really fun car. You know, I'm, I'm a Porsche guy, uh, definitely 911. It doesn't get any better than that to me, but I do like variety of experiences in yep. what I'm driving. And so, uh, I, know, I can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a fun car. It's really good. Yeah. So how'd you kind of end up here? Like, where'd, where'd you start? Are you like, we always joke. It's like, are you the kid with the Hot Wheels? Like, were you always into cars? <laughs> you, you want me to go all the way back? Yeah, Let's absolutely. Go way, yeah. Back yeah. Time yeah. way back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, I'm born and raised in the Pacific Northwest okay. and uh, been many places between then and now, but did always like cars. Um, nothing fancy growing up, just point A to B uh, and getting around, but then, you know, college and getting out on my own started to develop that passion and started to, you know, uh, aspire to get into some performance vehicles. Yeah. I always liked washing cars too, you know, I, and did everything wrong in the beginning, you know, Dawn dish soap and bath towels, you Who's know, ever used Dawn? <laughs> I've, I've used the many wrong things. But. Yeah. I've definitely used the bath towels for a long time that were obviously like still had some spray paint or something hard on them. So okay. I had that one spot I just turned into sandpaper. It, yeah. gets, it gets the dirt off easier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was your first like performance car to you? It was a 2004 G35 coupe. Oh yeah. That's yeah. a great, yeah. that's a great starter. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. It was a fun car and I got to take it over to Germany. Um, I was stationed there in the military. Yeah. And so got to, uh, Test that governor at about one fifty six. <laughs> yeah, the upside of the military. Here's some money. What should I buy with this? And I'm in Germany. <laughs> Did you actually take it over there with you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I bought it here nice. and then just transported it over there and yeah, I got to, to stretch it. the legs. Nice. I've yet to do that. I've yet to put a car on the autobahn and. Yep. Have you even done that? Have nope. You? Never okay. been yeah. German. Never okay. been to the autobahn. So I don't know. I, if know, I, don't, I, know, know, I don't know. I don't know if we're welcome in Germany. Yeah. 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 Don't look at the Germans in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> so where did you go from there? Actually, let's go back a little bit. You said you, you jumped into the military. Was that straight out of high school? Um, no. I, I, I went to West Point College. Oh. Um, never heard of and, it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the fancy <laughs> military. Yeah. Most people think it's in California. <laughs> yeah, it's that's right. fine. <laughs> I did too for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I came out of there and uh, commissioned, went straight into the military and uh, served for about 11 years active duty. You know, that took me uh, overseas, both stationed and then had some deployments in the Middle East. I was back in the Northwest at Fort Lewis in about 2016 when I made the transition off of active duty. Um, from there, I, I, I got a job in Seattle. I was working for, um, on the technology side of Nordstrom, doing supply chain technology. Oh, interesting. So, a good experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it was it was quite... Um, when I think Nordstrom's, I think military. I mean, it's really, you know, it's just you know, hand in hand. You know, variety. <laughs> we need that wedding dress here now. Stat, I got this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, for sure. It, it, was, it was a change coming from yeah. uh, being a green beret, you okay. know, oh. overseas. And, uh, just that. Stepping right Those into... Those are the guys uh, that cook the hash browns, right? Yeah. The little hats? Okay, <laughs> okay. Super. Okay. Yeah. 
So stepping into fashion retail was a was a broadening experience, and I enjoyed it. Was that something you were looking for, or were you? Just, it was one of these things where you're like, I'm I'm really skilled at doing things that most people probably don't want me to do in public anymore. Um, <laughs> you know, how'd you and like that's yeah. I wanted to stay in the Northwest. Okay, you know, really liked it here. Um, wanted to go to a company that had some brand equity and and good reputation, and was interested in something that was you know facing technology. Uh, just kind of. Seemed like the tip of the spear here in the Northwest. Sure. Okay. So maybe that is a military thing because I mean Griff sells clothing now too. It's true. It's <laughs> so true. you know our friends from combat flip flops. That's actually. right. Yeah. 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 No, it was a great experience. I loved it. It was a good transition, and uh, yeah, good for my family. Very cool. Yeah. How long you've got? Three kids. You're married. I've got. I'm married. I have three kids. Uh, Seven year old daughter. Um, and a very understanding wife if he owns a Mustang. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to buy a sports car that none of us can fit in. <laughs> okay. The, the car seat definitely fits in the back. Oh, okay. Well, that's absolutely. a b- bonus. Okay. Oh, so it's an S, not an R. We've okay. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Yes. My, uh, my first son is, is going on five, and then we have a little one, a uh, little boy that's going on two. Oh. So they're a handful, but it's a really great handful. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. Are any of them already car enthusiasts? Because I was when I was that young. There's something magical about get your kid in the back and 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 you you know step on the accelerator and you see their eyes light up. Yep. So they you know from a young age they've they've been into that and and now they you know ag me on uh, <laughs> faster, daddy. They, they call it rocket ship. Sure. They say uh, rocket ship, dad. Yeah. <laughs> Let me show you why seatbelts are important, son. <laughs> Corners. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, and the sound of that V8 and that Mustang—one of the best sounding cars Ford's ever made. Yeah, and then yeah. at least obtainable ones. <laughs> the, Absolutely. The GT sounds great, but you're not going to hear that one very often. That's right. really cool. All right. All right. Well, let's take our first break. We come back. We'll talk more about uh, how you made the whole transition to here. We'll be back. We spend an average of eight hours and forty-one minutes a day facing screens, laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty for people who love cars. And we're back. All right, so Green Beret. That's right. That's cool. Good experience. (laughs) Yeah, so all the tours uh, overseas and stuff like that. What was your... Well, you know, we can't go into the, the real stuff. Um, what was your favorite <laughs> deployment, though, like over there? Because traveling is a big part of this, uh, this job at Drivers Club, as you will find out as, through all their events. Yeah. You know, everywhere I went was, was unique and, and rewarding and really valuable in terms of life experiences. Yeah. Uh, I, I spent quite a bit of time in Iraq and Afghanistan a couple times. And I love always experiencing different cultures, mm-hmm. you know. You know, people are kind of the same everywhere you go. You, you find that out, have the same needs and same basic desires. But, uh, um, yeah, fortunate for the interactions I had there as well as the, you know, people I, I got to work with, you know, yeah. along the way. We're just listening to beers pop, well, as they should. <laughs> well, it, it, Thanks, it's, Rainier. It's a, you, you, you joined us for the combat flip-flop. You were here, right, when, the, when those guys were here? No. Were you here? I, I listened to it. Okay. Oh, you were here for uh, uh, I know he was here. I brought Matt. Oh, Matt, that's what. That's Matt it. Okay. Yeah. But from Assess Garage. It's funny because when, when Griff was talking about that in the experience over there, he painted a totally different picture for me as far as what, you know, what we think is unknowledgeable people over here, like what happens over there and the people and things like that. So it's it's always kind of, it's a different yeah. picture. So 
How did yeah. you make the connection with uh, with Matt from Obsessed Garage? Yeah, one of our well, favorite episodes, actually, one of our most popular ones. That's an appropriate, you know, segue. It was while deployed that you know you find yourself in, in between missions, in between work, you know, uh, decompressing a little and going down the YouTube rabbit hole, right? No so, idea what you're talking about. <laughs> nope. What's YouTube? <laughs> I don't know how they harvest acorns. Not kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't even get me started on that. <laughs> yeah. I went down a dark hole this weekend. So yeah. Anyway, continue. So yeah. You, yeah. yeah. So you well, it's very you know a lot of soldiers kind of kind of look forward to you know when I get home you know what car might I buy you know ah, what yes. things might I do and uh, so yeah in in looking at nine elevens I found a video of Matt washing his and. Uh, this that was a long video. <laughs> Any video ha- Matt has of washing anything is a long video. Th- this guy's kind of strange, and yeah. I don't know why he's not, you know, editing out any of him talking. But um, <laughs> then, then you find yourself fifty-five minutes later, and you're like, "Why am I still listening to this guy?" <laughs> but the rest is history. Uh, good friends with Matt Mormon, and uh, you know, just love what he's been able to do. Yeah, and, he's uh, built an empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's really cool. So. Yeah. Um, one thing led to another, you know, I think eventually he organized event at Rupes USA in Colorado. Oh yeah. So I went out there and was part of that where a bunch of us that were just obsessed garage followers kind of got together and then there were some magical, you know, friendships formed and relationships that I'm sure will last for life. So I met him a a few years back and then, yeah, just stayed in touch and see him a couple times a year, sometimes at SEMA and whatnot. But organized an event for the same type of gathering here in the Seattle area. And, uh, and yeah, you guys were a stop along the way. It was awesome to bring him to Rain City, Rain City Supercars and, and Drivers Club and all that. Yeah, that interview was Matt, with Matt was really eye-opening. Like I had watched a lot of his videos and you feel like a lot of people get this from our show when they meet us in person where they feel like they know us really well. And then, which is flattering. I like that. I like feeling like people see us or hear us on the show and feel like they know us in person, but getting to know Matt and interview him was really different than I expected in a really good way. Like just a super interesting guy uh, dealing with his OCD, his honesty about his life and how he's made his channel. It was, it was actually pretty inspiring to just keep going, get to know people, I guess. I mean, we like to find interesting people, interesting stories, but it's often not what I think. It was less about building his empire than it was just getting to know him as a person and how it all lined up into something really great for him. Yeah. What you see is what you get with Matt. Which is cool. I, I think, you assume maybe sometimes a YouTube personality is different behind the scenes, but he's he's very authentic, and, and that's who he is all the yeah. time. I, I just laughed because it came off as like, hey, Matt, why don't you edit your videos? Oh, I just, I just don't know how to do it. I was like, Matt, you can paint correct a car down to the, the microns, but you don't know how to edit a video? Yeah, I don't want to do it. Like, oh, okay, cool. Just turn <laughs> like, the video on, and here we go. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It works. Yeah. That's awesome. Most definitely. Um, so then, basically, like you said, you, you, Porsche is your, your brand. Obviously. Yeah. And this is a good yeah. place to be, considering the, the company cars are Porsche. So, yeah. And there's about, you know, most of the other spots are, too. I mean, like is, is, is that the dream car? <laughs> Have you owned a Porsche? I guess I've, I've owned a 997. Okay, let's, let's go back there. Yeah. Sure, yeah. sure. So, um, prior to the Mustang, I had a 997.1 Carrera S. And yeah, I absolutely loved that car. It okay. was showing some age, you know, and, and it, was, it was nice to go from... 2005 technology to 2017 sure. but um yeah the balance and everything about that car i, I just loved okay did you i mean it, did you did you use it was it a daily driver was it did you, were you tracking it 
No, I mean, use it as much as possible sure. car. Yeah. Um, didn't drive it to work, you know, took the, took the pickup to work. That's probably safe. Lots no, you don't want to drive that downtown. You got <laughs> a yeah. truck. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. But yeah, drove it all, all over the place and enjoyed the heck out of it. They're great cars. I mean, I think there's there's such a passion for those cars around here, and it's it's yeah. funny because in the car world, you you either you either love Porsche or you don't at like cars at all, <laughs> kind of thing. Right. Well, they live up to the hype. We were yeah. I was having that conversation with somebody on Avance. It was actually, actually it was Steve Theodore. Never heard of him, him right? Yep. Yeah, one of our our yep. very first guests. I was having this conversation with online. He was asking about Raptors, and I said it's one of those things that until you drive one, you don't really get that they live up to the hype. Because you're like, it's too big, it doesn't fit anywhere, and it just seems like you're paying too much for it. I'm like, just, just go drive it. They just work, and that's what matters. Porsches are the same way. They, they live yeah. up to the hype. Like, there's a lot of cars that are really cool and awesome to drive, but there's a reason I don't own a McLaren. And it's not because I'm not shopping for one. It's just I'm not willing to buy a car that I'm like, is it going to run today? Will the windows work? Will the roof work? Really cool car, <laughs> but... <laughs> ceiling work. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's I got like, you. will the transmission move today? Sure. You know, And when they work, they work perfect. But the Porsches, they work great every time at everything you do. Like, even if you have a rear-wheel drive Porsche, you throw snow tires on it, they'll actually go really well, even in really bad conditions. Yeah, wow. that funny you say that. So one of my first uh, work tasks for the week... Um, was to, <laughs> I'm so jealous. Go was, ahead. Was, was to get turkey dinner out in the snow, <laughs> and I can attest that with with snow tires, uh, yeah, you'd be surprised how capable it is. They make an excellent snow plow. Did you yeah. know that? Yeah, GT3 RSs can plow snow like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> that car is incredible on snow tires because when we drove it last year on our birthday, two years ago on the birthday, it had yeah. snow tires on it. So, and I'm kind of glad because it was wet and nasty, and yeah, yeah, they handle so well. So yeah. what's, what's your dream Porsche? What's Ooh, yeah. Dan and I were talking earlier. The 911R is, is pretty amazing. You it's know. a good car. Yeah. And yeah. it's nice to hear not hear GT3 RS or GT2. So yeah. <laughs> the, the R's are just, it's, it's a beautiful car. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a beautiful, I mean, all of them are, but it's just. It's a wingless GT3 RS in my opinion, without the fender louvers and the fenders either. So it's basically a GT3T, but a little more exclusive. Yeah. Very pure. Yes. You know. Farther down the alphabet in R. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> farther up, up, up the alphabet. Yeah. Farther right. up the yeah. numeric scale. In there we price. go. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> you can you could pay more for less. Yeah. We, we, we were talking about that one time. Somebody was talking about spec in a portion. Like it costs you more. It costs you more if you want to delete the stereo. And I'm like, what? The, yeah. You can get a GT3 without <laughs> AC and a stereo, and it costs more. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> well, that doesn't that doesn't make sense to me. So, so how'd you come how'd you come up, 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 upon the Mustang? Like why? Well, as Why? I was saying, the 997 was, <laughs> was you know, showing its age. And, you know, more than that, it's just, Dan can relate to this, the, the experiment or the experience, mm-hmm. you know, uh, a, different, a different flavor, you know, uh, for a couple of years is, is fun. So That's the other side of the spectrum, which is neat. I mean, mu- muscle cars, are, I love muscle cars. There's just something about it. I mean, then again, yeah. you know, growing up in the 80s, you know, 69 Charger, or a Bullet Mustang, like that's... Yeah, the more Dream. I, the more I look back, the the C seven Z O six was the most exciting car I had to drive, and the more cars I drive, the more it lives up to that. It was not the fastest, not the best handling, not the best quality. It was just the most exciting car to drive, and it I, was even to start. It was the most exciting car, <laughs> and and I think it wanted to kill you more than any other car you ever owned. No, the C six did. Really? Yeah, the C6, even with less horsepower, because it had far less traction. Mm. And so, oh, good. Yeah, yeah. right? And yeah. so the C7 had a little bit better balance. Well, actually, had a lot better balance as far as putting down the power. And because it had that locking electronic limited uh, rear, rear diff, it actually worked. But because of that extra 150 horsepower and 150 foot-pounds of torque, 
third gear on the highway meant you were literally smoking tires with a downshift and a punch of the gas at 70 miles an hour. And it was exciting to watch smoke come out the rear end of your tires at 70 miles an hour. Yeah. (laughs) Not for the drivers behind you because they all thought they were going to die, but it was really fun for me. Yeah, coming out coming out of my nine eleven, I I felt like the Mustang wanted to hurt me. Yes, <laughs> it still you know. does. Yeah. Yeah. It still does. Yes, yeah. yes. Let all the Mustang jokes ensue. Yeah. No, I mean if you can control it, most can't. Uh, but yeah. but it you know going from you know high three hundred horsepower to <laughs> over five and and just different dynamics in the weight distribution was <laughs> was a little bit like oh my gosh I made a mistake <laughs> getting rid of that. Did, did you buy it brand new? No, no, mm-hmm. I, I traded it in. Okay. Yeah, yeah but the, the Mustang only had about 4,000 miles, so it was... Oh, yeah. Well, somebody else breaking it in. No, that's perfect. right. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. yeah, I just yeah. didn't know if you spec'd it or if it was, you know, one of those... Like, okay. Well, one of the reasons why I, you know, pulled the trigger is it was spec'd exactly the way I wanted. It's lighting blue with the white stripes, and it had black wheels, and everything I wanted. Yep. The modern Mustang. That, that yep. new GT500 is so pretty, too. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Yeah. Like, I saw one the other day, drooling over it. <laughs> If you can get them, I think they're a little hard to get right yeah. now. So everything's hard to get from Ford right now. Yeah. So yeah. What are you looking forward to most of being the GM of Drivers Club? This is a very coveted position, by the way. I'm sure a lot of our listeners are hearing this and be like, "Man, that guy's lucky," and they're right. It's yeah. one of the coolest jobs in the world. What are you looking forward to most, though? Most definitely just the people. You know, uh, being in a position where I can get to know people with with such a vast experience in life and but we're all tied together with these similar mm-hmm. passions and hobbies and and uh yeah that's that's really what i look forward to the most there's some fun stories here that are beyond just i bought a cool car which is the best part like i'm looking at a career gt in the corner that i know sees track time that's mm-hmm. really cool <laughs> right. you don't see a lot of career gts that uh are doing anything but sitting in a showroom collecting appreciation let alone one that i know the driver uses his car he doesn't buy anything because it looks pretty and it's going to appreciate he buys yeah. it to use it and yeah. it's going to appreciate <laughs> absolutely there's yeah. been so many times i've been in conversations here at driver's club where i'm like i don't belong in this conversation but i want to be here and <laughs> i'm learning a lot and maybe i should be writing some of this down but yeah, exactly it's it uh the 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 passion of, of the automobile here is is everybody has it no matter what you're driving yeah. Most of them are driving Porsches, but you know, so. <laughs> I think that's yeah. equal Ferrari, and for some reason, is two it? Land Rover Discoveries. Yeah, <laughs> most Discoveries I've ever seen since a or off road Defenders, yeah. not Discoveries. Yeah, yeah. off road track day. Yeah, so I mean, uh, wh- so if it's not a Porsche, what in a, or a Mustang? What's what are the, what are our top choices in your mind? Man, I mean, I'm, I'm there's op- a wrong answer here. I'm, I'm open to <laughs> <laughs> I'm open to everything. I guess that's what I enjoy about car the car scene the most okay. is is you never know until you give it a shot and uh sometimes things surprise you it's amazing how something small with just a little bit of horsepower can still try to kill you too yep. oh yeah. yeah yeah well they always say the miata is always the answer <laughs> except i don't fit in it oh, so yeah. that's, that's not the roof. Be my answer ever <laughs> so you just keep the roof off and put in the roll bar <laughs> that's true yeah <laughs> that was, i don't i don't think a single person that ever owned one of the original rt vipers fit in it without the roof off so <laughs> that's <laughs> true <laughs> so, I mean, well once I'd, you pulled off the velcro windows it was good hey, to go you know <laughs> you don't need windows <laughs> way you fl- come out of the car when it crashes <laughs> yeah i guess that's kind of true <laughs> so something like that <laughs> How does uh, how is the family? How did the I gotta know how that conversation went? How did the wife take the uh, hey? So here's this popped up because you said you were looking at another job and then this just popped up. Yeah. You're like, well, that's off the table now. Yeah, yeah, it it was shocking. It was you know I like Doug's style. It was pretty direct. Yeah, and uh, I said, man, I, I 
I can't say no. <laughs> and, you know, before giving Doug my final answer, definitely um, talked with the family and, and thought about it hard for two or three days. And uh, they're really supportive, you know. Good. They understand that passionate about these things, and I, I think they really saw the value in me coming to work every day somewhere that I truly love. It's very rare we get to work in a way like that that sits, suits right. that. I mean, there's a few of us lucky in the audience who get to do what they love every day, but not all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, you know, my wife's the one that pumps the brakes when I'm chasing shiny, you know, opportunities <laughs> or, or buying new cars or whatever. Yeah. But in She's this, a good balance for you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah in, in this case, she was behind it. Uh, and, and so that, that really helped. Cool. Is she from the area too then? Uh, she's from Southern Idaho. Oh, yeah. Great spot. Yeah, actually. So Northwest. Yeah. 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 Her, her dad farms down there and. Yep. What part, what part of the area did you grow up in the Pacific Northwest? Oh, yeah. yeah. So um, I was born up in Bellingham. Okay. Uh, my family kind of migrated a couple spots across the state, you know, lived in central and eastern Washington before going down to southern Idaho about the time I was in junior high. Nice. And, uh, yeah, stayed through high school there. And, yeah, through the military, came back up to the Northwest and, and knew that's where I wanted to stay. It's, it's funny because um, – Growing up, my dad has had a very good friend that was in the financial business, and he went to West Point and came out of like a really, really small town in southern Idaho. And <laughs> it's just of all the places. That sounds like me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's yeah. kind of a cool, cool yeah. coincidence. So, cool. All right, we'll do for our next break. We come back, we'll talk more about uh, the Avant stuff coming up that you probably can't go to because it's probably sold out, but we'll tell you about it and make you FOMO. So, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, that. Grandpa, what do you call this thing again? It's a 66 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. And we're back. So, I mean, you've been on the job all of, what, three days now. I mean, it's... That's right. Uh, and I know through COVID and things like that, Drivers Club kind of went inward, you know, kind of closed down. But, like, as you guys are... You, as they had to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Governor told you to. Um, but, I mean, you, you guys are still looking for active executive members for to store cars. You do... You are... You did reopen the... the um, the social membership? Social that. membership. Yeah. Good Lord. We just <laughs> talked about it. was like, ah. Uh, got a stroke. There are, there are still, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Might be one extra social member in a minute if I just keel over from the stroke. Uh, the social memberships are, there, there, are, there are, you are still taking applications for that, right? Yeah, that's right. And I mean, and one of the neat things about being a, a, a member of Drivers Club, but you guys got your PCH rally coming up pretty soon. Oh, yeah. All the cool events. So it's like all air-cooled Porsches right now, I, th- I saw. That's what it looks like. Up. Yeah, yeah. That I think, awesome, the, I think yeah. that says that. Like, do you drive a Porsche? Yes or no. And if it says no, it just kicks the application. <laughs> yeah. So that's fine. So, yeah. yeah. Porsches and Ferraris. Yep. Yeah. Have you, ever, have you ever done a big drive like that? A big road trip or a, for the sake of driving? I don't mean like I drove to California because I had to, but like you took the back way. Is that your thing? Only in, uh, in that obsessed garage. Uh, event that I organized. We oh, did, yeah. We did some drives. Um, we did one also down in Monterey that, that another member uh, organized. But There's a lot of good drives out of Monterey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And also some that'll rip the front end off your car, we found out. <laughs> <laughs> a little back Allegedly. road out of Carmel. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've done some rallies down there. Good times. Yeah. Yeah. Look forward to joining. Well, yeah. it's, I mean, it's, you know, it's going to be an incredible experience. And I think, you know, welcome to the, you know, 
you know, when you're running around here with pulling your hair out, going, I, I gotta, I, how do I get it all done? Everybody wants all these things, but <laughs> the membership here is great, and, and they're good people. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you. Yeah, we've got some good stuff coming up as COVID restrictions sort of lift. I went to a restaurant the other day. It was absolutely freezing. Where? Tell me about it. <laughs> Give me all the details. <laughs> it's, I was just saying, it was nice to actually sit down and eat in a restaurant for once. It was, I was you like, can oh, go to a restaurant and sit in the parking lot in an enclosed space that's outside. <laughs> right. <laughs> Haven't you been down here? <laughs> no, okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but uh, we've got some good advanced stuff coming up. Of course, the 20th, right after this comes out, we are going to have another off-road event, which I'm hoping there's still a bunch of snow up there. Uh, but our friends at Dirtfish, so that off-road events are fun. They're even more fun when there's ice and snow, which will add a whole other layer of complexity and fun to that. And, of course, we will have our prizes from our good friends at Griot's Garage. And I think that same day they're doing the is it the private tour down The next day. Oh, it's the next day. Okay. Yeah, I, I had to verify that. So they're doing a private tour on the 21st of Griot's Motors. So now we are... Griot's Garage and Griot's Motors are different things. They're the same place, I should say, same areas. They're right next door to each other. But one is like a restoration facility and things like that. That's Griot's Motors. And you can take a look at the collection there. And then there's Griot's Garage, which is uh, all the cleaning side of it, the detail products. And I don't know if there's spots open, but if you're an Avance member and you're available, you should definitely go down there. Dan and I have had the opportunity (laughs) to see that. And it's, I mean, it's... It's one of the places that they describe, like, you, you could eat off the floor. It's just insane. Yeah, um, it looks like there's still a couple spots. Uh, oh, Saturday there is an event. It, that's the one that sold out. That's why it's not on the calendar. Oh, okay. And then Sunday, the 21st, there are still a few spots available. You should you can go to Avant's. If you're not a member, join, then book your time slot. But that'll be worth it. It's a very small group, six people due to COVID, of course. And so they're being very careful about that. But that is an impressive thing to see. It, it, understatement yeah <laughs> Creos motors is amazing it's it's so, a gorgeous like facility here. yeah so and we're hoping to do some events down there eventually with with Grios and Grios motors um so that we can kind of get it out to the public when things uh, loosen up a little bit so yep. when we go into stage 14 or whatever it is <laughs> six years from now yep. so, yeah think, uh speaking of i think our friends at uh lamay america's Automotive trust are also opening back up yeah, I saw something about that. Yeah, that'll be coming soon. We'll give you an official announcement on that pretty quick because that's always that's always fun to go check out. They've so. been doing they've been doing the the social uh, the social hours on Zoom and stuff like that. Yeah, they're, they're fun. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, excellent. Cool. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Um, you know, I know we kind of threw you into the fire right off the bat. Like, hey, welcome to Drivers Club. Get on the podcast. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's been a pleasure. Thanks yeah. for having me, guys. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to doing more events with you guys. Uh, what, uh, if our listeners want to get a hold of you, they want to do a social application or they want to apply for, to store their car here, it's a... Uh, not as easy as just signing up. We want to be careful about who you live in the building, of course. Uh, not because they're a bunch of stuck-up jerks, but because uh, we want good people in a good spot. They don't have to worry about their cars here, which is sure. a very fair thing. Yeah. So how do we get a hold of you? Yeah, David at drivers.club. Okay. Hit me there. Sounds good. What's the old phrase? I don't want to be a member of a club that would have me as a member. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for this episode of Rain City Supercars, I'm Nick. I'm Dan, and don't just get there. Enjoy the drive.